Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning and welcome to On The Pace on this Monday morning. Michael Gitterin joining you for the next half an hour or so to talk all things harness racing at a very busy time. We had John Dummersey, the boss of Harness Racing New South Wales, on the phone yesterday to confirm to us that racing in the state continues. We are in no danger of losing any meetings at this stage, but of course there are some restrictions around horses in the greater Sydney area and Fairfield and some of those LGAs. So harness racing will continue in the state, although no harness racing today. just wasn't any programmed for today. There'll be two race meetings in New South Wales tomorrow. A man who's having a whale of a time in Australia is New Zealand trainer Ray Green. He's been up in Queensland for a month, and he trained a winner of the Group 1 Sunshine Sprint the other day at Albion Park on Saturday night when Copy That was good enough to beat King of Swing and earlier in the night won the Derby with American Dealer. So, Ray, as you join us this morning, mate, you must be enjoying your time in sunny Queensland. Yes, it's been it's been fantastic so far. Couldn't wish for a better uh, trip, really. It's, everything's gone according to plan. Well, Ray, you train, of course, in South Auckland, or Pukekohe, just south of Auckland in New Zealand. You've taken four horses across there. Before you went across, you had to pop down to the doctor's surgery to get the COVID jabs because you're 73, Ray, and as you told me, you don't really want to be jumping around Australasia until you've had your COVID jab. So you've all, you're all vaccinated <laughs> up. I'm vaccinated, yeah. I, had to, I did a walk-in to make sure I got done in time, so... I'm all I'm all vacked up. Well, mate, you've uh, you've got over there and and you've landed with the right type of horses because copy that has been outstanding. Was perhaps a touch unlucky to be beaten by the passing lane horse in the Rising Sun last week. Were you surprised he could beat King of Swing because King of Swing, of course, who's a horse you used to train as a two-year-old, is actually a horse who's won two Miracle Miles. Yes, yes, um, he's. Um He's the benchmark horse in Australia, without a doubt. And um, you know, to beat him, you've you've beaten the best. So yeah, I, I was I knew that we could do it, but um, I didn't think we could um, sit parked and do it, which we did. Um, so it was a it was a good um, good good performance on copy that's part anyway. And King of Swing was huge as well. He was unlucky too. So. Um, yeah, we'll have to front up to him again this week. So, um, Ray, when you train a horse like King of Swing to win the Breeders' Crown on, on a dreadful day at Nelson, it was freezing cold that day, but you, you got the job done and you trained him uh, to run second, I think, to chase Auckland in a sire stakes in New Zealand. When you're racing a horse like that two or three years later and they're in the same stabling area, do you have fond memories of a horse like King of Swing? Do you pop along to see how he looks these days or, or do you move on for those things pretty quickly? Um, well, a horse like him, I always had a, um, uh, you know, I had a lot of time for King of Swing. Um, he was, uh, he was my, you know, my favourite uh, horse when I, when I had him. Um, it's always sad to to lose them, but it's um, it was a lot of money and it's business, so um, he had to go. But um, yeah, I go and have a look at him uh, when he's at the races. I have a good look at him, and he's um, yeah. He's uh, he's a beautiful horse still. 
My copy that's turning into a beautiful horse. He's he's always been a little bit of a, a little tiny shuffling type of a horse, but he seems to be getting bigger and he seems to be getting stronger. Right? Do you think maybe this Queensland Carnival and the concentrated program of racing is helping him develop more toughness? Yes, he's he's uh, he's backing up really well. Like he's raced three weeks in a row now, um, but he's 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 backed in backing up super. So. Um, um, yeah, he's getting a bit stronger. He's certainly gro- still growing a little bit, I think. Um, yeah, he's uh, he should uh, he should back up well this week as well. Great barrier draw for the Blacks of Fakes, the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar Group One this Saturday night is due just after two o'clock on Sky uh, Sky Television today. Sky One. They're going to show the barriers. Well, I would have thought it would be crucial, Ray, that you could draw inside King of Swing because if you don't and King of Swing can run to the front, he looks yeah. almost unbeatable when he leads. Yeah, well, I, I drew, I drew, did the draw myself uh, last time for the um, for the uh, the Rising Sun, and um, I, I drew the worst draw out. So I'm, I'm going to let someone else do it this time. I'm not going to risk it. So uh, yeah, do you have a do you have a pinch hitter? Ray, who, who's your pinch hitting draw person? Uh, I think it'll be my wife. She's over here, so she can do it. She's luckier than me. Oh, um, let, 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 so. Let's hope she is right. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, talk to us about about copy that because he's a horse who's come across to Australia with a massive reputation, and, and many many times in New Zealand he's been on the speed when he's won. But in his three starts, he's been able to come from here last. He's been able to sit past and win and be slightly luckless of the rising sun coming out of the 1-1. So he appears to be maybe adding a few strings to his bow. Yes. like he, he Yes, he has won. Most of his races have been on the front end, but only because he's been good enough to get there. Um, he's just as just as potent um, sitting off the pace as... As we've witnessed since he's come over here, he's um, he's put that one to bed. It was there was talk that he could, he was just a front runner, but um, we now know that's not true. So, yeah, he's uh, he's always been pretty versatile in that regard. But um, to say he he was good enough to lead um, in most of those wins at at, at home. Ray, safely through the Black of Fate this week, I presume he's going to need a break. There's not much on the open class calendar for a couple of months. Where do you go after yeah. Because there's New Zealand Cup was a standing start race. There's an Inter-Dominion in New South Wales. He's owned in Victoria, which has a Victoria Cup and a Hunter Cup. And I believe you're also considering, later in the year, some of the major races in Perth. Yes, well, um, Merv, Merv uh, Butterworth, who uh, he's... Um, He's very keen to race in Perth because he's a Perth boy, and uh, he's he's really wants to, he's got a thing about the WA and Fremantle Cup, so um, he he's keen to have a dab at that. So what about the New Zealand Cup? It's a standing start, two miles. Would that bother copy that? Well, he's pretty good from the stand, so um, it, that shouldn't bother him. He, he's he's. Um, We'll definitely look at that at the New Zealand Cup. It'll be the first major race that that he will have to consider. Um, so yeah, we'll that'll be our next um, thing is to program 
where we where we're going uh, for this next season. Ray, you've got American Dealer over there. He's had an awfully long season for a little horse, but he seems to be a horse that bookmakers don't like. They opened him twelve dollars last week for the consolation to the Rising Sun, and he won. They let him get out to yeah. five fifty for the Southeast Derby. He went into three twenty, and he won. Is it because he's so small people don't take him seriously? <laughs> I don't know. I've I've pondered that question myself, and. Um, yeah, they they just don't seem to take him too seriously. Whether it is because he's just a tiny little guy, I don't know. But um, he's, they do it to their peril. He's uh, he's he's proving to be uh, a serious contender, isn't he? And, he's in the Queensland Derby this Saturday night, Ray against Krug. Now, some people would think if you draw inside Krug, it's your better chance for you. But he's not really a gate speed horse, is he? So. The barrier draw may be not as crucial for him as mother horses. Um, like he's, yeah, he can get out if we need to, but um, um, we've never really asked him to leave. We've never had draws that have been allowed us to sort of uh, lead, but um, he's pretty versatile, really. He can race wherever. And uh, But if Krug does draw inside of us, he has got a lot of speed and um, we've, we'll... Well, if he's in front of us, um, it, it'll be hard. But, uh, Ray, you've, you've partnered up with Anthony Butt, who we know is a great horseman in Queensland. How valuable has he been with his race assessments and his tactical nous in these type of races? Because he drove both winners, of course, on Saturday night. Yes. Now, Anthony's, um, Anthony's a very thorough professional guy like he's um he would have studied the sources um races from right from the beginning and um he took the time to speak to the drivers that have driven the horses in in New Zealand and um yeah, he's very very thorough and um he's done a super job for us Ray, many people listening to this would have seen your name over the years training horses in New Zealand. You've had success in Australia, of course, uh, with horses like Badlands Beauty and King of Swing when you to train them, even Sir Lincoln, who was known as Lincoln Royale in New yeah. South Wales. But, Ray, before you started training in New Zealand, you did something not many people can lay claim to. You trained, I'm sure I'm not sure if I've got this right, so I'll ask you, did you train in both England and Wales? Is that correct? Uh, yeah, well, the UK, yes, yes. I was over there for all in all, probably ten or twelve years. Um, what would uh, possess anybody to go there. train harness horses in New South and in, in, in Wales and England, Ray, when people don't think of them as being harness racing countries? Well, there, there was a track opened at Prestatton in North Wales by Noel Simpson and uh, and several other Kiwis. Noel Taylor was another one that was involved and. Um, they set this track up over there, and there was already a, a small um, harness racing um, community over there, and um, they sent a lot of horses from New Zealand over there, and um, that's how I went in the first place. Um, I took horses over as deck cargo on a on a ship, a freezer ship. So that's how I first went there, and I I stayed. So when you I say enjoyed deck it, cargo, it the good. horses were in boxes or crates on the deck yeah. of a ship. How long did that take, right? Um, well, we broke down in the Pacific, I remember, 
Um, it, we had to hold up in Panama for a, a week. It took about about five weeks in all to get there. Yeah. Okay, right. So tell me, for, the, for those of us who are never going to do that, which is basically everybody listening to this show, what happens when you've got a horse in what I presume is a decent-sized crate and things get a bit rough and tumble at sea and the ship starts to roll around a touch? Do the horses handle it? Do you have to go calm them down? Can you take them out of the crate and walk them around? How does all that work? Uh, well, they never got out of the crates, but the, crate, uh, the, the, the boxes were quite you know, normal size boxes, they could move around inside the boxes and lie down and all that sort of thing. Um, and the captain was good. He he would steer the, the ship into the wind if it was a bit rough. And um, and uh, we only had one incident where a, a, a sort of freak wave um, smashed one of the the um, boxes overboard and left the horse standing on the deck. So... That was the, the worst thing that happened, and the, the carpenter had to rebuild a, a box around him. So they, they now, all got there. Ray, I've got, I've got to end. ask you about that. What do you do with the horse once the box is gone and the carpenter's building another box? Do you put him in one of the other boxes with the other horse? Obviously? No, <laughs> no. You just hold on to him while they build the box around him. That's that's basically so, what. So happens. you were sitting yeah. in the you were sitting in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, Ray, holding on to a horse on a, a cargo ship while someone built a box for it. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, you can do anything if you have to, Mick. <laughs> well, Ray, that probably so, sums up COVID times better than anything else. You can do anything if you have to. Um, remarkable story, mate. Thank you for taking the time. <laughs> To join us, I don't mean to laugh. To join us here on Sky Sport Radio. <laughs> um, good luck with the barrier draws today, which is around about two o'clock Sydney time, with the Blacks are fake, and of course the uh, the Queensland Derby. Ray, but congratulations so far on not only winning a bunch of races, but being vaccinated and having a chance to travel around <laughs> Australasia. Hopefully, okay. with these horses in the coming months. Okay, Mick, thanks for that. It's Ray Green. What? A fascinating backstory for the man who is one of the dominant trainers at the Queensland Carnival, stranded on a broken boat in the middle of the Pacific, holding on to a horse after its box was washed overboard. That's quite phenomenal stuff. Next up, we're going to be joined, hopefully, by Luke McCarthy. Luke and Belinda are up in Queensland. Luke, I'm not sure if you caught any of the back of that interview, but you've had a pretty remarkable career internationally. I'm not sure you've got a stranger story than that. <laughs> I did catch the end of that, Mick, and I don't think anyone in, from our generation would stand there long enough and hold a horse while they build a box around it. No, Luke, most of us would be playing with our phone downstairs. <laughs> we would pop upstairs and think, what's happened here? Uh, <laughs> make remarkable story. Um, he beat you the other day, Ray Green, but I presume he's one of those guys who you and Belinda have been around long enough to know you're going to lose some big races from time to time, and and Ray's one of those guys who you would still walk across and shake his hand because he's a hell of a likable fella. Oh, for sure, Mick. And, um, you know, you got to um, full credit and sort of pay tribute to Ray. Like, you, you got to remember he trained King Sling and developed him through as a juvenile and won a breeder's crown with him. So we're just lucky enough to, you know, have the horse in our stable later on in his career. But, you know, he essentially made King of Swing. Mate, for those who missed the race the other night, King of Swing had to come from a second-line draw in the 1660-metre Sunshine Sprint, came wide 
you sort of looked to be a little bit flat-footed at the top of the straight because they were going so quick, but he lunged really hard late. Did yeah. you think he'd got there? Um, no, I thought Ian had just told me, um, just as we went over the line, and... Um, but King sort of certainly kept coming in the straight. He just, it, like, we were up with his run and I went to follow up Colt 31 when he went up three wide and then he sort of backed back and I went back to two wide and I had to reverse him back out of the pocket and go four wide, you know, to go down the nose. So, look, we will wrap with his run and um, just sort of proved to everyone that he, he can come from off the pace and his he, sectionals are really good. So, yeah, we'll wrap with him. Barrier draws this afternoon, Luke. I presume you would like to get sort of a one to three, one to four type barrier because he's been all but unbeatable in front the last couple of years. Oh, look, draws are so important in these races, and you know there's not a lot between and top end horses like obviously Copydate and King, and even Rock and Marty's run was super on the weekend. So you know draws are always important, and hopefully we can come up with a good one. Mate, are you also, you and Belinda, who your wife who, who trains the horses, going to have both expensive ego and spirit of St. Louis in the Blacks of Hope? Yeah, they've been nominated, Mick, and um, sort of thought they've, uh, obviously, expensive ego is a certainty to get in, but um, Lewis has, you know, he's done nothing wrong and, you know, he's put a few wins together and he's running the rising sun was quite good, so we're sort of hoping he'd, he'd work his way into the field as well. Okay, who will drive who? I presume you drive King of Swing. Do you have drivers organised for the other two? Uh, Ricky Thurlow's driving Expensive Ego, and Leonard Kane will drive Bright Energy's nominated as well, Mick, so we'll sort out Bright Energy and Spirit of St. Louis when the fields come out. Mate, Ricky Thurlow's a guy who's driven with great success in New South Wales in the past. He's been in Queensland a long time. I, I take it you're staying with him, or are you long-time friends with him? Because he, he wouldn't seem a natural shall we say, top-line driver these days to put on a horse like Expensive Ego, not not by any way disparaging his talent. I'm talking more from opportunities. Yeah, well, Ricky sort of, he was a you know, terrific young driver in Sydney. He had, um, drove a lot for the Domino Syndicate, Peter Walsh, when they had all the good horses and um, always been a great driver and sort of had a bit of a quieter time in the sport, but he's got right back into it again now and you know, he's obviously ability-wise a great driver and He's been back driving a lot of winners lately um, in Brisbane, so the owners were happy to put Ricky on, and they've been uh, family friends with Ricky for a long time as well, so he's got the opportunity on expensive ego. But you also the other day catch drove Captain Crusader, who's gone two very good races recently behind American Dealer. Um, I'm not sure there's many good horses in racing, smaller than American dealer, but you actually went second to another one the other night too, and Pink Galaz, when you drove Humble Lad. So the little midget horses seem to be costing you a bit of money at the moment. <laughs> They're nice horses too, aren't they? Um, but no, look, um, he's going well, Captain Crusader. He was good at Redcliffe behind Krug. He was, his last two starts in Albion Park, his last three runs there have been really good So. Yeah, if he comes up with a good draw in the derby, I'm I'm sure he's a definite, you know, top three chance. Mate, one of the other stable stars for you and Belinda, Cash and Flow, was back at Menangle on Saturday night doing what he does, just winning a Group Three and jogging around in a mile and one fifty one and change. Is that his life now? Is he going to stick to racing at Menangle, basically in the mile races? Because you tried him in Victoria um, earlier this year or last year, and it it just didn't seem to work for him. 
Yeah, we we should never have even done that, Mickey. Like he was on that real purple patch of just racing every two to three weeks over a mile and going super, and that seems to suit him a bit like a thoroughbred. And yeah, we give him a crack at that Victorian Cup when obviously um, was in the COVID and he he got caught, parked, choked down. Wasn't the same horse for months after it, so taking a while to get him back to his best. But he looked good Saturday night, so hopefully he can hold that form again for a while. Mate, there's racing at angle tomorrow. Um, I'm sure you're relatively glad not to be in New South Wales with all the restrictions and the fact that you're at least able to move around in Queensland. You've got Elder Baron Ravane, the USA trotter, racing there. Um, Jack Callaghan will take the reins. Looks a pretty decent enough horse, and I thought not only well-placed on a Tuesday, but probably a Saturday night horse. Yeah, she's really well-bred, Vic, and... Um... Duncan McPherson, of course, from Aldebaran Park had bought her in the States, you know, because of the pedigree to breed on with. And she's done nothing wrong since she's been racing in Australia, you know, the second and couple of wings. And Jack really likes her and she's trotting good. So she, she should be hard to beat again tomorrow. And hopefully she can sort of work into some better races when they come around. Made a newcomer to Belinda's stable racing tomorrow in race five. This is the afternoon meeting at an angle is just busy. I'm not sure how much you've seen of this horse, but it's going to be very short in the market as yours tend to be. What's the inside at Intel on that one? Just going off what um, Jack, because Jack's been driving Jack Callaghan at the trials and workouts and he's really happy with him. So, you know, it seems to have ability and I'm sure he should run well. Look, there's been a lot of talk in the last couple of months about the conditions of the Inter-Dominion Carnival, which is going to be held around New South Wales, God willing, in November and December. Once we get through all the talk and we get down to the absolute business of it, will the King of Swings and the Mark Shards and the expensive egos from your team be participating in the series, even though that's going to mean heading to Menangle, to Bathurst, and to Newcastle in the space of eight days. Oh, of course they will, Mick. It's an Indominion. Then, you know, you only come across these horses every sort of once in a lifetime sometimes, and, you know, they're not going to miss it because they've got to travel. But, you know, we got asked for an opinion on whether we thought it would be too much on them travelling three times in a week, and, yeah, we did think it would be. But at the end of the day, that's the decision, you know, the authorities have made to go that way, and... We'll just have to do our best to get through it. Mate, uh, enjoy yourself up there in Queensland. Try and, uh, try and stay warm and stay safe and sell out of Linda for us. And, mate, good luck with the barrier draw this afternoon just after 2 o'clock for the King in the last major race of the winter of the Blacks of Fake. Thanks, Mick. That's Luke McCarthy. Um, he and Belinda, his wife and, and training partner, quasi-training partner, have a busy time coming up this week at Albion Park where it's going to be an enormous meeting. Uh, another New South Welshman who's had success up there is, is Jared Elch, and he's going to join us very shortly. He's trained two winners there, which is no mean effort when you only got a small team. He won the last two races at Albion Park uh, on Saturday night. He's also got a couple of horses worth talking about tomorrow at Menangle. Jared, good morning, mate. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Morning, Mick. Mate, um, things going well. You've got Two winners out of small numbers at Albion Park on Saturday night, um, flying the New South Wales flag well. Jared Elchin trained my ultimate star as a four-year-old now, but done a pretty good job for you. No superstar, but 
um, has won over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, no, he's um, he's been a consistent little fella just right from day one. You know, he's been no world beater, but um, if every horse tried like him, you'd you'd have a, a nice stable. You know, he always puts in one hundred and ten percent when he goes around, and if he gets a good trip, you know, he's going to be there about. But a horse who probably excites you slightly more is your two-year-old, my ultimate Baxter, the son of Sweet Lou, owned by the same connections, Tumby Park Propriety Limited. Won the two-year-old race there and look looks a pretty decent horse. And these two-year-olds these days, Jared, July is only the start of the season for them. Um, he's a horse who must have some nice targets for later in the year. Well, he's sort of a bit limited because he's uh, New Zealand bred and he's not staked for any of our races. So um, that's how come he's actually up there at the moment because Albion Park have been holding a few uh, Metro two-year-old races. So um, I thought I'd send him up there with the rest of the team and um, there's another race up there for him in a fortnight um, and then he'll come back and probably have a little bit of a let-up and then he's only got the Breeders' Crown this year. So... He's sort of going to have a bit of a, an easy two-year-old season, really. Um, if we can go around in the heat to the Breeders' Crown and hopefully uh, make the final, and that'll sort of pull him up for the season. Um, and then hopefully he can take the next step and look towards some better races next year. Jared, you mentioned the fact that tomorrow we return to racing after a two-day break uh, out at Menangle. You've got... Another two-year-old, you seem to be very good at training these two-year-olds, our ultimate Lizzie. It's in race three, number two, one start, one win for the filly. Um, what do you make of her ability? Because the trial form was good and now the race form's good. Yeah, no, well, she probably actually surprised me a little bit um, at her first start. Like, her sectionals were unbelievable. I think she went about 54 and a half for a half and 26 and a half the quarter, you know, like, um, I always thought she had probably a little bit above average ability, but she she did actually surprise me um, how easy she done it the other day. Kim said she she never left the bit and she was just cruising. So I do think she's more of a racehorse too. She sort of um, just flops around in track work and only does what she has to, but she really seems to switch on race day. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be a bit of a tougher task for her tomorrow, taking on a few of the boys. Um, whereas last week uh, she she was racing her own sex. So I, um, Brian Portelli saw small tees. Um, he, he's a very nice horse. I know he's drawn out wide, but um, I've got a lot of respect for him. And uh, my brother Ricky, he's got one in it that goes um, nice too. It, it galloped at its first start, but it's um, it's got above average ability as well, Rabini. So um, even uh, Ricky Spilly, uh, the one that's drawn the one hole, it... Um, it went good last week when it ran second behind my filly. So it's actually a strong field, but um, it'll give us a good guide on where she's at racing a couple of them better boys. Mate, race four tomorrow, you get number six, Heston Zoolander. Um, no race form because it's on debut, but the trial form's been very strong. Is it a type of horse you would expect to turn up and win on Tuesday? Yeah, I would. I've had a lot of um, time for this horse, but he's been the project. He's been, um, he's got a few um, nasty traits um, that we're trying to iron out of him. But um, he's just taken a long time to come to it. Um, we, we've liked him since day one, but he's just been an absolute headache. So his trial um, last week was very good, um, and I, I expect him to 
to go good tomorrow as well. Like I think um, he's gonna he's pro- he's the whole preparation behind a lot of them because we had to keep putting him in the paddock because he'd just do things wrong. He'd hurt himself or he'd just do stupid things. So he spent more time in the paddock than what he has in work. But I think. Um, Hopefully, if he puts it all together, this preparation, we might be able to target a few of the better races towards the back end of the season. Jared, the team's flying, mate. Uh, you and Ricky are doing the, the family name proud. There's winners coming out of all sorts of places for the Ultron boys at the moment. Mate, good luck um, tomorrow at Manangle. I'm sure you're looking forward to getting back to the races and try and stay safe, buddy. Thanks for joining us on the No worries. Thanks morning. a lot, Mick. Jared Elchin joined us this morning, so did Luke McCarthy, talking on behalf of himself and Belinda, in a fascinating interview with Ray Green, who has copied that an American dealer heading towards the feature races at Albion Park this week after Winthia last Saturday night. No harness racing in New South Wales today, but just after 2 o'clock on Sky Television, you'll see the barrier draw for the Blacks are fake. Then later on the Racing Queensland Facebook page, the barrier draws for the other features on Saturday night. All those markets will be available on tab.com.au later today. Stay safe wherever you are in New South Wales or listening further afield on the racing app. And hopefully you can back a winner somewhere. On the pace, back on Wednesday night.